about this morning. Um, I want to talk about leaving a legacy today. But first of all, let me start off by welcoming you and saying, good morning, Ridge. Man, it's so good to see you here this morning. For everybody that's worshiping with us online, we're so glad to have you with us as well. Um, Let's talk about Father's Day a little bit. And let's talk about what it means to leave a legacy. Um, I was lucky enough to spend some time with my dad at annual conference just a week ago. And I'm so glad that he was able to preach for me uh, last week. Now, truth is, that's not the first time that he's preached for me. Some of y'all may remember about five years ago, um, he preached on a Sunday morning while I was here. True story. And in the first five minutes of his preaching, those of you that are here, y'all probably remember this. Um, But in the first five minutes, he managed to touch on our foreign policy with Iran, the presidential election, the Second Amendment, same-sex marriage, and then just to put a nice bow on everything, why not talk about immigration? Y'all, I was sweating bullets in the front row. So when he got up here last week and said, this is a list of stuff Jimmy told me I couldn't talk, he was right, y'all. We really did have that conversation. I was like, as a guest preacher, you cannot bring up these topics, no. But I love him, of course, and I love how passionate he is and what he believes, but more than that, I love that he loves the Lord, and I love that he loves his family, and I love that he loves the church, and I'm always reminded of how lucky I am to have such a good example to look up to. And honestly, when I think about the men in this church, um, I am just so lucky, we are so lucky, to have such wonderful examples of strong men at the Ridge who lead their families so well in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So, dads, let me just start off by saying that I I just, I can't tell you how important your leadership is in this church, in your home. And you know, this is something that I have to be reminded of every now and then. I was thinking about this a little while back when I was walking with Shannon, and you know, we were talking about the girls, and my girls are grown up. You know, they're, they're, I've got one that's graduating from college. I've got one that's graduating from high school and going into college. And, you know, as the girls grow, they really need their mom, right? Um, especially in those teenage years. And so I remember walking with Shannon and talking about the, in those teenage years, and I'm like, like, what do I really bring to the table with these girls? I mean, is it, is it just checking the oil in the cars? Like, is that what I'm good for? You know, it's got to be more than that, right? And I just remember Shannon looking at me and saying, you have no idea how much your words and your presence matters. And dads, you have no idea how much your presence, your leadership at home, your presence within this church, how much it matters. And if you don't believe me that it matters, just go look up the statistics of children who who grow up without a father. So fathers, with the time that I have this morning, what I want to do is I'm going to give some advice on how to leave a legacy. That's what we're talking about, how to leave a legacy with our children. When you're wondering what to do or how to do it or what your focus should be, when we think of the traits that we want to pass down to our kids, like when they grow up and they leave home, or when one day when they look back and remember us, what are they going to remember? Right? What kind of legacy are we leaving? And honestly, this is important. It, it, scripture says that it's important. In Proverbs 13, 22, let me give you these two pieces of Scripture real quick. It says this, a good life gets passed on to the grandchildren. And then later on in Psalms, it says, the man who is right and good will be remembered forever. 
That's what we want. We want a great legacy to leave behind. So how do we get that? So let me give you a few points to think about. If you got your message notes, go ahead and pull those out. If you're online, you got the app open, let's fill in some blanks. And what I want to do is I want to give each one of these with like a famous dad sayings. We've already talked about dad jokes. Let me give you a few dad say, or just a few sayings that you've probably heard growing up. And the first one is this. The first one says, do the right thing even when no one is watching. How many of you have heard that at some point in your life? Do the right thing even when nobody's watching. Do the right thing. Here's what I think we should take from this and how to leave a legacy. Be filled with integrity. Be filled with integrity. That's what great dads show a life of integrity. What does it mean to have a life of integrity? I think it means three things, okay? It means telling the truth, keeping your word, and practicing what you believe. Telling the truth, keeping your word, and practicing what you believe. You know, when it comes to telling the truth, my girls need to see a good example. They need to expect that I'm going to tell the truth and I'm not going to bend my statements to my advantage. You know, speaking of bending, literally, I remember hearing the story that my dad used to tell when he was preaching about my granddad. And he talked about my, my granddad was an avid fisherman, And he would go into a sports store and he would grab a fishing pole. And the way that he would test a fishing pole, and I don't know, I don't fish, but this is how my granddad, I don't know if this is what you do or not, but this is what he would do. He would take that fishing pole and he would grab the two tips and he would bend them together and touch the two ends to see how flexible it was. And and of course, you, you probably know where this story is going, but one day when he was in the store, he did that. And guess what? It snapped popped right in half. Now, no one saw him, right? He could have put it back and walked away. My dad was standing there, though. So what he did was he took that pole, now holding one pole in two different hands, (laughs) and he took it up front, and he told the cashier, he said, I need to pay for this, but just so you know, these are not good fishing poles. But I love that story. It was a great legacy story to pass down. And why is that? Because it's a story of integrity, right? What if granddad hadn't told anybody? Like, what if he had lied about it? What if he had just simply put it back? What, What would that communicate to the little boy, which was my dad? What would that communicate to him? Because here's the deal. If I bend my statements to fit my needs, my girls know it. Our kids know it. They're watching And when it comes to dishonesty, it's not just the big things that really matter. You know, we tend to put these things in levels and, well, that's not too big of a deal, but this is a really, no, no, no. It's the little things, right? It's the little things that do so much damage. It's those little, those little things that we do that aren't necessarily full of integrity that just nick away at our legacy. Integrity, it means speaking the truth, keeping your word, and practicing what you preach. And it's not always easy. The truth is, we need God's help to live that kind of life. This is what it says in Psalm 101. It says this. The psalmist says, I'm going to try to walk a blameless path, but how I need your help, God, especially in my home. Not out there, but in my home where I want to act as I should. Here's the beauty of this verse. This is what I love. Let, let's be honest. It's difficult to live a life of integrity in our home because our family knows us best, right? It's hard to hide from our family. 
But I want those who know me the best to respect me the most. It's easy to impress people out there that don't know me, that I don't have to be around a whole lot. It's harder sometimes in the home, and we need, we need the Lord's guidance. Because when my family sees the real me, when they really know me and they still respect and admire me, that's integrity. And that's what I'm after. Live a life of integrity. Number two, point number two. Here's the next ad phrase. Are you working hard or hardly working? <laughs> I've heard that a few times. Are you working hard, Mac, or are you hardly working? Maybe you heard that growing up. And here's, if you want to leave a legacy, number two, be a servant. When it comes to working hard at something, serve. Serve with intensity. Okay, Jesus gave us the key to success in life, how to leave a great legacy. And here's how Jesus put it in Matthew 20. He says, whoever wants to become great among you must serve the rest of you like a servant. If you want to leave a great legacy, we got to serve. Our children, they got to see an example of a servant's attitude in us because let's be honest, they're not going to get it from the rest of the world. They're not going to get it from any other media source. They're not going to get it from social media. Okay, no, no, no. What they're going to do, what they're going to get from all the media and everything else that they're tuning into is to make it all about them. In fact, I read this article a little while back. They asked children today what they want to be when they grow up. Now, back in when I was young, when you were young, that, that, that varied between different professions, right? But do you know what the number one response of kids, what they want to be when they grow up today? A YouTube star. That was their answer. A YouTube. And what does it take to be a YouTube star? What does it take to be a social media influencer like this? It's all about me. It's all about look at me and look what I'm posting. That's, that's not how we leave a legacy and that's not what this life is about. Let me tell you how to demonstrate a servant's heart in front of your kids. This is what it says in Colossians 3.23. I love this. This is Paul's words. This is the verse that hangs in my office. It says this, work at everything you do with all your heart. Work as though you're working for the Lord. And here's what this means. This means that we can take any task that we have during the day and if we're serving others or we're, serving, we're doing it as though we're serving God, it becomes an act of service service, no matter what it is. So that means for us, we can be a great example when we're at home, we're at work, when we're out in the yard, wherever we are. When we take the focus off ourselves and we put it on somebody else, that can be an opportunity, no matter what that is, it can be an opportunity to serve. For example, you're putting together a presentation at work. You know, if you were to work hard at that presentation as though you were given that pitch in front of Jesus Christ himself in that boardroom, it can be an act of service. When you get up in the morning and you're making your bed, and you make that bed for your spouse, it can be an act of service. Because scripture says that whenever we do, how do we serve God? You know how we serve God? We serve others. That's how we serve God. When we do something for somebody else, it's those, scripture says, we are doing it for the Lord himself. So you know what that tells me? Anything you do, if I'm doing it as though I'm doing it for his glory, it can be an act of service. So you know what that means? That means that you don't have to be the smartest father. You don't have to be the most talented father. You don't have to be a good-looking father to leave a legacy. Those that serve with intensity, those are the ones that are remembered. Here's the next ad phrase. The next ad phrase is this. Don't spend it all in one place. How many of y'all have heard that growing up? Don't spend it all in one place. Yep. 
Here's what I want to tag to go along with that when it comes to leaving a legacy. Be generous. Give with generosity. The Bible makes it clear that we make a living by what we get in life, but we leave a legacy with what we give in life. We make a living by what we get. We leave a legacy with what we give. And we leave a legacy when we learn to be generous with our time, money, effort, energy, talents, whatever it is. Look at what Paul writes to the church in Corinth. He says, the godly man gives generously to the poor. His good deeds will be an honor to him forever. You know, I think of somebody that, that left a legacy of generosity. I think of John Wesley, the founder of Methodism. He didn't start off making much, but by the end of his life, by the end of his career, man, he was making a great living by anyone's standards. And yet, he continued to live off this little allowance that he gave himself. And he ended up, at the end of his life, being able to give away 90% of what he made. In fact, he taught us this phrase. He taught us a couple phrases. He said, make all you can, save all you can, and give all you can. Now, when it comes to us, we get points number one and two right all the time, right? We want to make all we can and save all we can. This third one is a little tricky. So John Wesley decided to live as an example to leave a legacy of the third one. So he started giving away everything that he had. And then he said this at the end of his life. He said, if I die with 10 pounds to my name, I've died a thief. Basically saying, I want to make the most of every opportunity. Let me give you a couple of reasons of why it's good for us to be generous. One is because God wants you to be generous because that's who God is, right? Our God is a giving God. So when we give, we're showing an example of who God is. We give because God has given to us. Number two, you're never going to be remembered for what you buy for yourself, for what you get yourself. You're going to be remembered for what you give to others. And number three, you can learn the joy of giving right now. You know, there's so many people that want to wait to be generous until they're gone, and they leave it here, there, or wherever, right? But no, no, no. See, it's, that, that, that's great to do, but when you learn to do it now, what, what happens is that when you learn to be generous now, you get the joy that comes from actually, being know, actually knowing where it's going and what is happening with it, and, and your family gets to learn from your example. So there's so many reasons, but the key to a legacy is learning to be generous now. Don't put off being generous with your time, effort, talents, or finances. Let your family see just how important that is. And then the last point, last dad quote. And this is something, this is a quote that comes from C.S. Lewis, and maybe you've heard this before. Humility isn't thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. I like that quote. Want to leave a legacy? Be humble. Be humble. That's your fourth point. Proverbs 29, 23, it puts it this way. It says, pride ends in humiliation while humility brings honor. Rick Warren puts it this way. I love this. You need to stay humble or you'll stumble. <laughs> so let me leave a couple of questions. Dad, when it comes to humility and how important this is, let me, leave, let me leave you with a couple of questions to think about. If you want to know how humble you are and what you're teaching your children, then ask yourself these questions. Number one is this, how do I handle praise? 
Because here's what scripture says, a person is tested by being praised. So when somebody praises you, dads, look at that as a test. It's a test. What are you going to do with it? And here's what I think you do with it. I think you do the same thing with it that you do with criticism. It's like chewing gum. You chew on it a little bit, but you don't swallow it. Okay, no matter what is said or what you've accomplished, what matters the most is Christ. The second question to consider is how do I handle mistakes? How do you handle those moments that you just fall flat on your face? Humility is being open about our weaknesses, is being honest about what maybe you don't know, and being able to laugh at your own faults, and being able to show that God can use that to teach you, right? It's good for our children to see that nobody's perfect, not even that. And you know what? It's okay, because I'm going to learn from that mistake, and God is going to teach me something through this so that I can move forward and grow even stronger. And the third question is, is am I teachable? Am I teachable? What kind of example is it? And this doesn't just go for dads, but it goes for anybody. If we're so hard-headed all the time. You know, how are people going to react? How are our kids going to react? Can somebody point something out in our life and not have us get all defensive? You see, these are good questions to ask. I think that a good legacy to leave is that in order to be successful in life, Our children need to see humility modeled for them. So when it comes to these things, these four things, this is what we learn from Christ, right? This is what Christ teaches us to be. What it means to walk that Christian life. And that's what we want, is to be the best example we can be so that our children can be the best they can be. So leaving a legacy is important. A life full of integrity, service, generosity, humility. If it's important to you, it'll become important to them. And you know, I was reminded of this uh, a little while back. I was reading this article in the Huffington Post, and it claimed that that little boys, what they want to do is they want to model themselves after their father. And if a father has the qualities that we've been talking about, then then those boys will want to become that kind of man. And we know that. You know, We know that. It's good to be reminded, but we kind of know that. But here's where it got interesting to me, because I don't have little boys. I've got little girls. They went on to say in the same article that girls will look for men who hold the patterns of good old dad. So your girls are going to look for those characteristics in the men that they want to marry. I don't know about you, but I want my girls with husbands. And I want my future grandbabies with fathers who are filled with integrity and service and generosity and humility, but most of all, the love of Jesus Christ. Which means, which means, I've got to model that. They've got to see it. And me, I have to show that type of leadership in the home. It's important. And I'm ready for the challenge. And I'm ready to leave a legacy. Let's pray together. God, I just pray that you would help us live after the example of your son, Jesus Christ. God, all these things that we've talked about, all these things that scripture says to us, we know that this comes from your son. This is the life he led. This is the example of a love of Jesus. To have lives of integrity. To be an example to other people, of someone that could be trusted, 
to serve one another, to be generous because you have been so generous to us and to be humble, to humble enough, to be humble enough just to bow before you and follow your will for our lives, realizing we don't have it all together. That following you is the best decision that we can make. God, we realize, and may we realize, just how important our role is. And God, help our dads here and help every person here be able to leave a legacy worthy of the name of Jesus Christ. We love you and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen.